three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, who do you say you are? Who do I say I am? I am. I say I am a woman of many talents, but people always tell me that I'm Wonder Woman. <laughs> mm. They compare my guy. I cannot live up to that woman, but um, <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. But um, I... I work in the medical field. So okay. my ultimate goal is I want to get my medical degree and become a doctor. Nice. Um, I'm also an athlete. You know, I love to box. I've been a boxer okay. for about nine years and wow. a runner. I ran gotcha. three and a half marathons. So it's a nice. huge part of my life. Um, okay. And then, yeah, I mean, I've been, you know, just like everybody, I've been through my ups and my downs and I've always had the voice to, you know, share my experiences and, and kind of share my sympathy and empathies and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like that's what part, a big part of the BU family because I like to inspire. They inspire me. So it's kind of like a give and take. It's just a nice way to go about your life, you know? Right, right. That makes sense. The um, I, I personally joined um, BU back in 2016 and I wasn't as active initially, but then I, I finally kind of like jump in and sometimes it's been like put one toe in, one toe out, but it's it's encouraging to see new members like yourself jump, like jump right in and just like be active and stay active. Yeah, um, I've been on them with every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time that I was not able to was when I was in Italy and mm-hmm. like you mentioned when I was traveling I, because it was so hard I yeah. had really bad signal and I was trying to make the calls and they're like you sound like a robot and I'm like I don't <laughs> be here but you know so it was hard but I still kept in touch with all my accountability partners even though the time difference was pretty big nice. it was like, like 7 hours 12 hours I don't know oh wow uh, so I guess you're you're in the Midwest yeah, I'm in Chicago. Gotcha. Oh, okay, cool. I like Chicago mm-hmm. city. Yeah, it's been home for me for pretty much my whole life. Uh, I lived okay. in North Carolina for about three and a half years. Gotcha. But then I'm back home. You prefer Chicago to North Carolina? Nah, no, not so much. I love Chicago, I do, but I don't think I could live another Chicago winter. Mm, yeah. Um, they're brutal, and I don't like them. Plus, I yeah. prefer more nature. I like to do a lot of like hiking and mountain climbing. Mm-hmm. So I like to be able to go on adventures and explore. Got you. You're not into climbing a mountain and ice picking? <laughs> I can get. I can go do a mountain climb. I did that. I'm going to climb up Mount Charleston, stuff like that. So that was fun. Mm, okay. That's what's up. So you said you're you're an athlete. How long uh, you said you is it mainly through the boxing and the marathons that you ran? Um, running. Some uh, avid runner, uh, avid boxer, mm-hmm. but also do a lot of like weight training. So okay. training. So I do a lot of lifting weights, but I've also yeah. suffered a lot of injuries because I tend to when I say I train, I I train, and I'm like, all right, this is my life. <laughs> I am now mm-hmm. a warrior. <laughs> you know, um, but and because of that, I've, I've overtrained and got injured. Injuries. So I've actually just recovering back from a couple of injuries and gotcha. getting back in the game. So it's been really even, it feels even better, you know, gotcha. I, was, right. I was on the treadmill the other day and I was like, yeah, I was my friend. I was like, look, I'm running. And I'm like, people are like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You're running. I'm like, but no, 
I'm ready. Right. <laughs> you know, like I'm actually ready. Can you believe it? Like I couldn't even believe it. But yeah. <laughs> how long nice. were you? How long were you sidelined for? Uh oh, seems like eternity. But it was about five to six months. Ooh, what mm-hmm. what you what you do? I I damaged both MCLs and my knees. So the uh, both my knees, my MCLs, and then I also developed tendonitis in my elbow. Okay. So I couldn't lift nothing more than five pounds with my, like even holding up my phone hurt. Gotcha. But and that, that's all from overtraining or from UCL boxing? Over usage and boxing because it's a lot of heavy impact on the hands and the wrist right. when you're hitting the heavy bag. Um, I actually ended up switching to this cool thing that's like a water bag. It's like a teardrop shape, but mm-hmm. it's just filled with water. Okay. It's supposed to be a softer impact on your, on your wrist. So that was kind of nice thing i learned not like the, the the thing that's up above that people usually like the, the speed bag i guess that's the speed bag that's different but this is like a bigger one it's much bigger and it's just filled with okay. water and you can just it's like a punching bag okay mostly it's much better for like uppercuts and stuff like that but it's it's much easier so that was nice yep. but, okay. no. i guess i'll learn how to box or maybe ask you for some uh tips from time to time <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. I used to train high school students to run half marathons. That's mm. how I first started. But because my first one started off as a high school student, my first half marathon, I think I was, it was in 2011. Okay. So the, did the marathons get you into boxing or is it the other way around? I don't know. They kind of just started around the same time, I think. Okay. It started on the same time. I just all of a sudden it was like, I'm going to be an athlete today. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I woke up that day. Right. <laughs> and it's, that's, it's just been like that. But there was one point where I stopped being an athlete and I ga- actually gained a lot of weight. I was overweight. And mm-hmm. so, and then eventually some one day I like woke up and realized I was like, oh, I'm overweight. And I just did not realize I grew comfortable. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually lost 60 pounds in under a year because oh, wow. I, I set my mind to it. I was like, nope, this got to go. And then that's, that's kind of how I also overtrained because mm, I was like, I can't do it. I was going, yeah, I didn't give myself yeah. a break. So I learned you need to give yourself a rest day <laughs> right, right. or two. I guess that, that seems to be a big thing with people that um, work really hard. And sometimes I guess you can kind of, um, you forget to sleep or things like that. But have you been able to kind of like implement it in your routine to like have scheduled rest or are you starting to listen to your body? Yes. So I've listened to my body. I've actually switched it around. Like um, I won't work out every single day how I was doing it before. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I will schedule a days. Now I schedule days with friends you know mm-hmm. I'll throw that. so it also gives me a rest day but I'm also working on a bond you know because that's also important as in life is being able to we're humans we need to socialize we need to have people that we can share with talk with care with about you know have someone care about you too right, so right. throwing one of those you know and then work and work and then a day to work on my personal stuff but then I'll do the gym so I'm, I'm and then I'll have my day of rest gotcha. you know I'll absolutely do nothing and I turn my phone off and I'm like on do not disturb <laughs> I have nice. disappeared from the planet earth for this day <laughs> <laughs> nice that's pretty good I just noticed I was looking down at your name and I, you see have it say Selenia Dr. Sosa and I was like that's that's pretty intentional you already have it there it's about every time you're like yeah, you know, the funny story behind my name actually is because 
There was one day on the accountability calls, and it was one of those days when I first got I first got my injury, and mm-hmm. I had stopped, you know, like not being able to work out. So I got into a really like depressed mood, you know. I couldn't. I was able to do what I loved, so it made me yeah. very depressed. I was in a funk, and I was like, I'm mad. I don't want to be at that. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be at this. That. And then one of my accountability partners like, you need to focus on your other goals. He's like, you want to be a doctor, right? So we need to breathe life into it. So from now on, he's like, his name is Ski. He's on the calls still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, we're just going to call you Dr. Sosa because you're going to be a doctor. So we're going to breathe life to it, Dr. Sosa. And ever since then, it's been Dr. Sosa. When I went to the TV, people came up to me and were like, Dr. Sosa? I was like, what? <laughs> How did this happen all the way out here? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So like, by the time you, you become the doctor, it's like it'll just be natural to you. And you just be walking in it like this. Oh, I've been here before. Yeah, so it's nice because you know that's the one big thing that we're one thing that we're really into is uh, breathing life into your words, breathing life into your dreams and your goals. So we always say, whatever you are, just picture in it, put yourself in your shoes, yeah. and like, just go be it. That's awesome. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to jump back on those calls because I, I've been on them like every now and then, but um, just kind of working on the morning routine for myself and understanding where I need to be. It's like, I'll do, I've got just kind of carving out my time to say, okay, I'll do one or two mm-hmm. calls a week and then kind of just limit it because um as you can probably tell like you're more so um what do they call it with the disc personality more of an i like a little bit more sociable to where for me it's like i can do this and then maybe i'll need like an hour nap or like 30 minutes recovery (laughs) yeah i definitely am a high i um but i'm also high d so Mm. i'm like i'm a high i but i chase my goals but i use my eye to help me get to my goals by being you know that's smart Mm -hmm. Very cool. And um, I know you, you said you've been boxing for a while. Are, are you doing that for like to compete at a certain level or? Um, so for a while I did was training to compete citywide and then I stopped. And then after a while when I returned to it, it was for personal. Just yeah. I like to do it. So I was just at the gym, but you know, even mm-hmm. still just doing it personal, you're still bettering your technique and all that stuff right, um, right but then you know then i was like you know i really miss this and i was you know doing it again i was like i really did love to do this and it was like bringing back all these memories i was reminiscing about like how you know great it made me feel so like i'm gonna get started again so then i started training again for actual like competing wise and i was trying to get myself into the golden gloves for next year mm, gotcha. um you know so i was really excited i was like yeah i'm back in the game i found a really good gym Mm-hmm. Um, that's very populated with women boxers because, because boxing as a woman is a tough sport to find someone to spar with you because they're all males and they take it easy on you because you're right. a girl. <laughs> but I love this gym. And then, you know, bam, life threw a curveball at me and I got injured. So I had to stop. I had to put mm-hmm. a pin, a pin in that dream. And she's like, you know what? It took me a while to realize it, but I was like, you're just not going to happen right now. I'm just going to pin, you know, put a pin in you and we're going to come back to it. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm giving up. I'm going to quitting. Right. I'm not going to put a pin in it. And okay. while that was pinned, I just, you know, took off another goal down and I was like, all right, I'm going to focus on this. Okay. And I started kind of switch over to focusing on my career and then traveling, traveling by myself, which was That's exciting. Is, is that something important to you traveling by yourself? Um, it was my first time traveling alone and it mm-hmm. was amazing and scary, but yet amazing and life changing. 
I would definitely do it again. I mean, I went to mm-hmm. Philly by myself, but it wasn't really by myself because I already knew that there was going to be people that I kind of knew there. Right, right. So I was like, I knew, you know, eh. so it's not as stra- uh, like a strange place because I know nobody, but, mm-hmm. um, but no, I, I like it and no, I don't mind it. I would gotcha. do it again. Definitely would do it again. Is that is that a challenge for you, or is it just something you wanted to try out? It was a challenge, and also um, I was trying to step out of my comfort zone, and okay. and also to do a little bit of soul searching. You know, you mm. gotta in the, sometimes to really discover things about yourself. You have to put yourself in a situation where you do not know what you will ever do, or things mm. that you're so used to are like so part of your routine. For example, right. I'm so used to always having things planned and all right, we got to do this. I got to do that to get to here. We're going to be there at this time. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to Italy, you know, I went to Greece and then when I came back from Greece, I had absolutely no plans for the next week and a half. Mm-hmm. So I literally would book my hotels and stuff the night before, like before I went to sleep, I was like, Oh man, I got to book something or else I'm going to have nowhere to stay tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, so you, you went to Italy and you were doing it like day by day. Um, after the first uh, six days. I I okay. did like, like about a week oh. and like and a half. Right. I I was just winging it. Wow. And that was crazy because that's not something I do. But mm-hmm. I was trying to just, you know sometimes you gotta you gotta do the things that scare you. Right. To right. become even better you. And I was able to overcome that fear. And I'm like, hey, I can totally just wing things now. I'm right. cool, which is great because you gotta learn how to be flexible in life and fluid. Because like you said, life will throw you a curveball if you can't just you know, slide underneath it and duck it and weave, out and weave out the way. <laughs> right, right. You know, you're just going to smack down. And we, we don't want that. Right. That's awesome because it's like you, you've been able to take something that you do in training and you're applying it actually to your life. And you're like, okay, <laughs> like, if I can fight somebody one-on-one, now I can like, yeah. I can and just be like, okay, let's go. Like, this is today. What do I want to do? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Yes. And I do use my boxing in my like everyday life to like, you know, just when I, I motivate myself, I'll tell like, come on, Salsa, you're a fighter. Mm-hmm. You get knocked out of the ring all the time. You can't let life, life like, knock you out. And I'm like, yes, yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, so I was like a fighter in the ring and a fighter in life. That's what I always say. Nice. You know? So are you, um, I know you mentioned earlier, you're North Carolina native, but you've spent more time in Chicago. No, I was born and raised in Chicago and I lived in North Carolina for three years, three and, okay. and a half years. Mm-hmm. Was that like school or? No, my ex-husband was in the military. So he was, we were stationed out in Camp Lejeune. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Gotcha. And um, I guess as I'm kind of putting this, this podcast thing together, I'm just, I feel like maybe this one and the last one I kind of did, I'm, I feel like I'm doing you kind of a disservice, not having researched well enough, but I was thinking, let me let me try and do this off the top and see what I come up with. It's like, okay, like yeah, some you things I can wing. Somewhere. Yeah, there's some things you can wing and some things you can't. But um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about your your last name. Um, what what is its origin? To be honest, I don't know its original origin, but it's just been a family name. You know, it's my dad's last name. It's Sosa, but I don't gotcha. know. If I'm not, you know, I've okay. never really asked. Got you. Okay. The the reason I ask is because. Um, Am I echoing? Mm-mm. Okay. The I'm thinking about it because I just listened back to what I put out this week, and I was like, I guess I didn't hear it at first, and then there's just this terrible echo. But anyways, um, hopefully I can cut this out. 
Um, the reason I, I ask is because me, myself, um, um, I wasn't born in the U.S., so um, I'm originally Cameroonian. So mm-hmm. I always find it interesting to kind of see like how, like a lot of people, they have like cultural backgrounds. And like whenever I saw Sosa, I was like, is it a Latin name? Maybe, maybe not. But um, just seeing like where different people come from and seeing like what they value, whether it's it's family, mm-hmm. community, whether it's like work and things like that. Um, yeah. I was just, I guess that, that was my intent in asking that, like, where are you from or um, what are my some... Family, well, I was born and raised in Chicago, but my family is from Guatemala. Both my parents okay. were born and raised there. Gotcha. Okay. I've been there a couple of times. I visited. I like it. It's not okay. too bad. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, um, so you're in school right now for to become a doctor, correct? Um, I took the year off to travel, so I kind of went oh. a couple places, um, oh. and I'm actually working on getting back into school. But I'm transferring schools because I wanted. I found, you know, did the research, found a better school for me. Plus, my job okay. helps me pay for the school, so oh. I'm going to transfer over there. So I'm just in the works of that, but. Yes, I'll be finishing up my undergrad. I'm almost done. I took a year and a half off mm-hmm. to go to Paris, London, Sweden, oh, uh, Italy, nice. Greece. I went to Canada, Puerto Rico, uh, Philly, Vegas. You weren't playing around <laughs> when you said travel. I wanted to travel. I wanted to do it. And so I just did it. I was right. like, nothing's going to stop me. And I worked really hard. I saved up all my money and I lived really frugally, like just nice. wouldn't do anything and going to hang out with friends. Yeah. And then you never hang out with us, but you're always traveling. I'm like, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) I can't have a life. I must sacrifice something. (laughs) Got you. I mean, is that um, one question I I would ask? um, I haven't asked it in this way, but I think it applies like for you being able to travel to all those places. Do you think like what was the reality of it for you? Like seeing other people travel and, and then you yourself having the opportunity to travel in the same way? Well, actually, I no one in my family really traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just honestly, I just started to do it because after my divorce, like, because you know, I was, I was married to a military man, so my life was mm-hmm. in my own. I everything that I had to do was so revolved around him. Right. Which don't get me wrong, I knew what I signed up for, and I didn't mind doing it at all. I was honored to do it, you know. Right. Right. But um, but after my divorce, I was kind of like, I get to do what I want. <laughs> for the first time in a while, I was like, oh, I get to do what I want. So I did. And mm-hmm. one thing that I really wanted to do was travel. Right, right. And, and that's why I travel like a lot by myself because I'm like, at first I was like, well, let me travel with my friends and whatnot. I asked them to like, let's go, let's go to Paris, let's go here. And they're like, yeah, of course. But then when it came to the day of buying tickets, I got an excuse after excuse after another excuse. So then eventually I was just like, well, I'm just going to book it. Right. I did. And then it became less scary. And then I had a, I had a set, you know, on my calendar, I had a date, the set date already. So I made planning for it easier because I was like, all right, in 10 months, I'm going here. Right. So by planning and also like, it gives me time to learn the culture and just go in there a little bit more knowledgeable. So it's less scary. Mm-hmm. And also I look for places that it is the safest for a woman to travel. <laughs> that's, that's smart. But, yeah. That's what's up. So, so I mean, in, in the, um, I was going to say in the grand scheme of things, but as soon as I thought it, I was like, that, that's dumb. But um, as you look at it, 
all the planning that you did for it, did you did you expect that going in, or was that kind of like a surprise for you as you're like, oh, let me like put the these plans in order? But like the planning before it, like whenever you saw the travel, because a lot of people they say they want to travel, and like you said for your friends, when it came time to book the tickets or book the trip, they kind of got discouraged or like nobody wanted to commit. But was mm -hmm. that hard for you to to do, or just once you already saw? Hey, I want to do this. Like, no, do it. I no, because my desire to live was just so strong that mm -hmm. nothing was gonna stop me. Got you. I just knew that I wanted to go there, and I was determined. Mm. Like, I was. It was for my birthday. It was my birthday gift to myself. I went to Paris. I was in Paris and Sweden for my birthday because I had. Right. A layover in a day where I stayed there mm -hmm. for 24 hours. So half of my day yeah. was in Sweden, half the day was in Paris. And I was just determined, this is what I want. And if you don't go ahead and put yourself, the things are never going to happen. And I, I exactly. learned that the hard way. I wasted two, two, three years of my life in a certain aspect of it. But, mm -hmm. and I just kind of crammed it all as much as I could. And I just, just being the reward of being able to do these things and experience these things that most people don't usually do. Right. It was just really, it felt good. Gotcha. I was living. I felt alive for the first time. And then I became like so hungry for it. And I just started, I just kept going. <laughs> you know, I'm actually leaving next weekend because it's going to be my birthday. So I was just like, I'm going to go somewhere else and travel somewhere because I don't, that's my new goal is every year for my birthday, I'm going to fly somewhere. I'm nice. about to fly it. So are you winging this one or do you, you already have, have a place in mind? <laughs> I'm winging it a little bit. I'm just going to go visit a friend that lives out in Vegas and then we're just uh, going to go hang out, climb some mountains nice. and have some fun. Nice, nice. There's a, have you already been to Vegas before? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say that I went there for the first time, uh, is it four years ago maybe? And that I did something similar where mm -hmm. I was just like, I wasn't... Like I was he kind of hesitant about traveling and this was like starting out in the workforce for the first time right out of college. Mm -hmm. And I was, I've got to like, let me buy a timeshare just so that I force myself to take a vacation because I know if I don't buy and commit to something, I won't, I won't end up doing it. I'll, I'll find a reason to go home, visit family mm -hmm. and chill. But um, that's amazing. And from like your trips that you've done, have you, have you kind of seen some of that resolve within yourself that you wanted? Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Everything that I've, every trip, every place that I've gone has taught me a, a, its own lesson. Um, especially I feel like this last one taught me a lot, um, mostly because I was by myself and there was times where I hadn't even spoken a single word all day. And so when you really don't speak, mm -hmm. you just think. And sometimes right. you just, and then there's times when you don't think, but those right. times too are also beneficial because you're thinking a different kind of version of thinking, if that makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. That's kind of when you get epiphanies <laughs> or you gotcha. feel, you know, you, you, you think with your heart, if that makes sense. Because there were some times where I had found a, like a really amazing spot in Greece. It was like I had climbed these these rocks where I, I noticed a lot of people were going. Mm -hmm. And you can just oversee all of Greece and the city lights at night, the buildings, the, the and also behind, the, behind me was the, uh, the Acropolis. 
and it was just mm, beautiful. Nice. And I wasn't thinking when I was sitting up there, but I was thinking with my heart. So I was feeling. So I learned things by knowing what my heart desired. Because there's things that we desire for ourselves that are, but sometimes our heart desires different things. You know. Mm. Uh, can you share one thing that you felt in your heart? Yeah. Um, for one, I felt that I was like, I really need to get more closer, get a closer bond with my mom and my parents. Mm. Um, you know, because I was like, as I get older, they get older, and I want to make sure that I get to spend every single moment with them as much as I can. I felt that in my heart. I need to go. <laughs> you're like, hang up and go call my mom yeah. real quick. <laughs> right. Um, that That's amazing. Yeah. And so what, what's next for you? I, I know you said you're going to celebrate your birthday. Yeah. And then uh, Peru is probably the next place. My best friend's getting married out there. So I'm going to go do that with her. They're going to do a whole bunch of events and stuff like yeah, that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you being on. Um, if you'd like people to, to follow you on social media or, or anything like that, just go ahead and, and uh, shout yourself out. Let them know where they can get a hold of you or link up with you. Well, my main platform is Instagram, and I, uh, my Instagram name is Sosa Strength. It's just S O S A Strength. You know. So it's it's been a it's been a journey for me. Like I I started this <laughs> October. I started putting them out October first, but I started back like right after I got back from the Verified Conference because that was one of my goals that I wrote down. I was like, okay, I need Look to get, you. Look get at you. Out. Yeah, it's like the big thing was get out of the, the depressive mind state and get into like creating, creating. Mm -hmm. And like if I was gonna be like stay and be you, it's like okay, like get back to being active and get around the people, get around the energy. And like, as soon as I just got there in Philly, I was like, man, this is okay. This is why I, I'm here in this group. Like, I just need to be more active. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it started and stopped a little bit. But then when September took off, it was like, okay, like stay on track. And now it's doing the, uh, this readjustment period where I went very hard and I was like, okay, you got to pace it. And now that work is kind of coming back up. It's, um, make sure that I, I manage that because similarly, I, I took a little bit of time off where I was like, I just need to get my head together. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to take that break, you know, before we can get back up, we got to recharge. We get tired too. And you got to recharge. It is okay. Rest if you must, but don't you quit. Right. <laughs> It was a pleasure talking to you. you it was good... nice. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciated it. You're welcome. All right. Have um, a good night. Have a good night. Good night.